0: Good morning. I am so excited. I could hardly handle the fact that we are coming back live to worship. And don't worry, we're going to handle it very uh, carefully. Social distancing will be important part. That's why we're going to start out in the plaza but we are excited to come back October 11th so mark your calendar 11 o'clock to be here in the plaza our ushers and greeters will be here to help you but we're already getting excited about that I don't know about you but I'm ready for that right so much has gone on and by the time we come back we have been doing this what now March April May June July August September October seven months seven months We've been doing this by the time we come back. Can you imagine? I have to tell you, I had my um, uh, first real uh, kind of getting out this week, and I went to uh, do a ladies' conference this weekend on Friday and Saturday, and something I hadn't had to do in a while is figure out what to wear. It's interesting if you're like me and you've been in COVID what that has meant for you during this time of putting clothes on you haven't put on in six months right or at least pants right some of you are sitting there shaking your head this morning aren't you what does that look like because we're gently putting our feet in the water stepping out a little bit getting out a little bit where we know it's still comfortable Um, but for me getting out of my comfort zone has been putting my jeans back on Jesus is not pleased when it's been five months since you've put a pair of jeans on. And you have to pray about it. So some of you are feeling that, aren't you? As you're gently stepping out. So I'm challenging you right now, get ready to put those jeans on. Get ready to put those slacks on. Get ready to put those clothes on. And let's get ready to come to church together. And let me just ask you, if you're having some of those issues this morning, Tell me about those, because I want to know how you're doing. Or have you been home for six months eating a whole lot? Or have you been at home not being able to exercise like you usually would? What has that been like for you? What has that been like for you? And I have to tell you, one of the things that I have loved is is spending the time that I've got to spend in this room with our team. But the one thing that we say every week is how much we miss you. And we do. We miss you so much. And so we can't wait till you're back in here and worshiping with us. And can you absolutely worship from where you are? Absolutely you can. And if you're not comfortable, we completely understand that. So we're going to keep offering live stream from now on. But there is something about the energy and the presence of God when we all come together into a room. So we look forward to that. And we are going to finish today this really good series that we've been on called This is What We Do. This is what we do. One week we talked about belong. Last week we talked about serving. And this week we're going to talk about giving. What does it mean to give? Do not turn the TV off because I said that word. Don't take a deep breath and go, okay, here we go again. It's that time of year. Honestly, for some reason, this is not the most comfortable topic to talk about. And some we don't really want to hear about giving again. But why? Do we really ask ourselves that question? Why is it uncomfortable to hear that word? Well, here's what I come up with for me is because money and time are precious. And especially during this time of the unknown, we work hard to make our money and we strive to spend our time well. And we want to be the best we can be and we want to do everything for the the biggest bang for our buck. And we kind of want to control that. So time and money, they matter. And quite frankly, more than ever, we have to be careful, right? Because this has been a pandemic. So we want to make good decisions with our money. We want to make good decisions with our time. And giving of ourselves is just as precious as giving of our money. Because we have to put those pants back on. We have to get back into a groove where our stamina has kind of been down a little bit, right? Right? So where we serve, where we spend our money, it matters. But here's something I always go back to. Is that the greatest example ever given to us was what it really means to give. When God sent his only son, he didn't send something halfway. He didn't send a part of himself. He sent all he had for you and me. The greatest sacrifice, he gave it all. And so today I'm going to read a short scripture as we kind of talk through this a little bit. But this is a scripture for me that I keep close by. When I'm having one of those days where I'd rather um, spend it maybe on a pair of shoes than giving when I know that it's needed. Or maybe I could give up a couple of cups of coffee because I could just stick those, that money in a jar and save it because I know the church is going to need it because it's a rough time of the year. It comes from Second Corinthians 9-7 and it says this, Everyone, everyone should give whatever they have decided in their heart. And they shouldn't give with hesitation or because of pressure. But God loves a cheerful giver. So many years ago now, I um, was filling in at this church uh, leading worship. And uh, much like I do here, I was on the platform the majority of the morning. And it was really cool um, because the the way the church was, you could really see every single person in the seats and you could see everything that was going on from start to finish of that service. It was really a neat um, sanctuary. And my particular view every Sunday was kind of beeline right through here on an aisle. And that was just a little bit to my left. And on that aisle, when we would hit worship, this little girl would jump out. And she would begin to praise and she would begin to worship. She was about four, five years old. And she would worship the whole time. I loved it. It made me want to worship even more because I thought, oh, my goodness. Out of the mouth of babes, this little girl was getting with it. And she was excited. She knew every word. If I forgot a word, I could just look at her and I knew my words. She knew every word. But my favorite thing I got to watch her do was when offering came, you would see her step into the aisle and she would go whisper in her mom's ear. And it was obvious that mom would hand her some money. And she would hold it, oh my goodness, she would hold it just like this too. No kidding. Just like this in her hand and she was so excited. But what I remember is she would stand there just like this with a big grin on her face. And you could just tell it was like a kid that was about to get some ice cream. And when we would take off to do offering, she didn't wait for the plates to come. She ran to give her offering. Ran. And I mean giggled. And when she would come back, she would just skip. I can't even skip in these hills today. But she would skip back to her seat. And she was so excited. And so Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, I watched her literally hold that money in her hand. So excited and so ready to give. So one day, I just had to walk up to her and I said, sweet baby girl, you are just a gem to me. And and you just bless me every Sunday in worship. And I said, but where did you learn To give like that. And she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're just, you're always so happy. And you're always so excited to give. And she looked at me like, are you crazy? She said, I want to do something for Jesus. Little girl. Even a little girl knew that there were things she couldn't do. There were things and places she couldn't go, but she knew her church could. So she knew in her giving that she was doing something for Jesus. I never forgot what it meant to be a cheerful giver in the eyes of that little girl. What it meant to be in a place of no inhibition You just wanted to do something for Jesus. And today it feels like we're in a world where every time we turn on the news, everything is jaded, there's a black cloud over every single thing. You feel like you don't know the words to say because you don't don't know where someone stands, and you feel like immediately if you say something, you're going to be judged. And all of it during a pandemic. So it feels like sometimes that for me personally, I become pretty cynical about it. Yes, I know. God loves a cheerful delivery. Yes, I've heard this a hundred times in my life. Yes, I know that uh, God will take this and God will use it. But what does it really mean to understand the fullness of God like that little girl did again? What does it mean to fully understand that this isn't my money to begin with, but God, this is yours because you made the way for me to make this money. And the part of free will is that you give me the choice. So what does giving look like? And and, and why do we give? God does not call us to give so that something better will come. I want you to understand we do not give because it will get us something back. We don't give so that we get good health. We don't give so that God will come and multiply more pairs of shoes in our closet or more coffees through the week. We don't give so that more money will roll into our bank account. We give because God first loved us, and he gave everything to us. We give right here at Lover's Lane because we know that when we give, God will multiply. And we've seen that over and over. The food ministry, and I think Jackie's got some pictures of some people that have been coming in faithfully for food ministry. And and today, Randall just sent us the final numbers. of As of this week, we have over 106,000 people that we have fed. 106,000 people. That is a tiny town. That's almost Tyler, Texas. 106,000 people, and what was it, Josh? 330,000 pounds of food right here. We have not missed a beat in worship. We have brought worship nonstop, even in the midst of COVID. We've been careful, we've watched our steps, but we have brought worship every single week. We have made new th- friends. Through our Zoom groups and our classes, we haven't missed discipleship either because we've been meeting together. It looks a little different, but we've been meeting. We've been learning. We have offered the life-changing love of Christ through giving, even during this time. We have learned that when we stepped out and we tried something new and did ministry a little different, God multiplied. One of my favorite things was seeing what Stephen and Mackenzie did with our confirmation class last week. I was so honored to be a part of that, and I appreciated so much them asking me to be a part of that. My son was in confirmation last year. But I have to tell you, this year was one of the most spiritual, beautiful confirmations I had seen. And Jeff and I have done a bunch of them. It was beautiful right in the middle of COVID. But because of giving and because of people giving of their time, we were able to produce something wonderful for these kids. What we are doing this year is not anything new, though, for Lovers Lane. (laughs) Lovers Lane has been doing this for a long time. Twelve-step ministry, recovery ministries, divorce cares, missions in other countries. I'm not sure how many times Kay has made a trip to Haiti since I've been here. Several. Because of the ministries that have not just been one time or two times. They've been continuous ministries and missions in these different countries. We've checked to see what the need is, and so we go to where the needy are, and we've helped. We've helped the hungry those needing to know the love of God during this time, that they are not alone. We've been there. Lover's lane is not new to this. We didn't just pick up the pieces and go, okay, let's do something new. Lover's lane has been set because this is what we do. This really is what we do. Why do we give? We give because it's what God has called us to do. We give because we know there is nothing more important than seeing God multiply this ministry and seeing him glorified through all that we do and give. See, giving is a part of our faith journey, right? We give not questioning what is done with our money. We give because God said to give the rest. God will deal with. We give because it is a part of our faith journey and knowing that every single time we pray for our needs and wants, every single time we bring victory and honor to God for what he has done in our life, we also give knowing that God will use that and multiply that. We give because we want to offer the best we can. And we don't want to give leftovers. We don't want to do things halfway. We want to do things all the way. Sometimes churches are known as just trying to survive and get by. At Lover's Lane, we don't want to just survive and get by. We really want to offer ministry at its best. Hollywood can do it. Why can't church bring the best we can? we give because it takes money to make the world move and it takes money to make things happen we know this because every one of us just like the church pay a light bill a water bill there's staff to pay there's missions there's modern and traditional music there's live stream it's taken money to run every single week there's children's ministry there's youth ministry And we're all trying to bring the best we can. And the way we can do that and the way we rely on doing that is through your giving. So as I get ready to close, one of the things that I want to tell you that the Lord has brought to me, because Jeff and I pray about this every year, because I'm not asking you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Some of you can look out there and you go, oh man, I can't do much. This has been a rough year. I lost my job. Some of you are sitting there going, I don't know if I'm going to have a job. I get it. More than I get it, God gets it. But giving to your church, it's an act of faith. And every time it comes to this time of year, it's something that Jeff and I pray, just like you do. But we ask the Lord, we're like, how do we step out in faith a little bit more? And what I would ask you to do is three things. I would ask you to be prayerful with your family. And if you're alone, prayerful with you and God. And to seek God's wisdom and really dive deep and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what should you give. What should that be? I know it's scary, but here's what I've learned is that if I want something bad enough, I get it. I save. I work hard at it. If something's pretty to me and I think it needs to be in my home, I want to get it. Absolutely. It's called living. But I don't want to forget what it means to be that little girl standing in the aisle going, I just want to do something for Jesus. And what I know is that my church can do a whole lot more than I'm able to. They can go into places I can't. They can speak into lives in a way that I can't. The second thing I ask you to do is give with a grateful heart. Knowing we could never touch the surface of the goodness of God. That there is nothing we could give that could ever compare to what he has given to us. And today I ask you I ask you to walk by faith. We know you belong. You know you belong. I hope you you know that. And if you're visiting with us today, I thought about that a lot. Because this isn't always the message that you want visitors to hear, right? Oh, that's just another church talking about money. But I know this, when we all got a job, we said, how much is the salary? And when it comes to doing ministry, how much can we give God? And I can promise you this, whatever you give, it will be multiplied. And whatever you can do, I promise you, there are good stewards in the leadership of our church. What I've been asking God to do during this time is give me a little extra faith. Faith to know what it means to give this year in a way that I've never given before because I've never had to worry about being in the middle of a pandemic. I've never had to worry about what that looks like. But God is never surprised. God has already gone before us. God will continue to be with us. Father, I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to do something for Jesus. Father, we thank you that we get the opportunity and that it's an honor and it's a privilege to serve and give and do for you, God. I don't want to hold on to it. I want to run and I want to put it in that plate, God, and I want to say thank you and I want to be excited and, God, I don't want to do it without any hesitation. I want to do it today, God. I want to give with a grateful heart. Thank you, Father, in your precious name.